I received a phone call from my mechanic a couple of days ago. It was nothing extraordinary, just the usual follow-up phone call. You know, how are you doing? It's been a while. We haven't seen you in a while. That type of phone call. Now, it's something that we should all be doing in our businesses, um, follow-up calls. Um, well, first of all, we shouldn't be following up. We should be following through on prior commitments. But that's a subject for another episode. When you limit yourself to follow-up calls, you're just calling without an agenda. And that whole thing of, hey, what's up? I just wanted to say, how are you doing? I just say, make I greet you. Um, how's madame? How are the kids? You know, all those conversations, they're nice. But ultimately, uh, those conversations go nowhere. And by the time you make those calls three or four times over the year, you become more of like uh, a hassle. No, not a hassle. What's the word? Hassle is too strong. A bother? Or an inconvenience um, to your clients. Because you're going to make these phone calls that have no agenda and that go nowhere. And you guys drone on, you know, through the uh, pleasantries. You know, kind of like how uh, people in England, you know, have those conversations about the weather. You know, like, oh, how's the weather today? And, you know, all those pointless conversations. So, actually, in a business context, we shouldn't be following up. We should be following through. That means that in our business communications, we should have a specific agenda that we're pursuing and some prior thing that we had agreed on before so that when I call you now, there's an agenda for moving the conversation forward. Well, like I said, that's a conversation for another day. That's a podcast episode for another day. I'll just make a note of that in my list of questions to address. And so let me go back to the original thought um, for today. So my mechanic calls and um, like I said it's the usual follow-up call and it's good that he did it but the thing is uh, the phone call came too late now he's my guy been working with him for a while maybe uh, let's say three years two three years now he's been my guy steady um, you know I do the whole thing every three months or before then you know if the indicators light up you know but I take the car for um, servicing, I tried to service it regularly, so he's my guy, and he sort of should have known, I mean, when you're a mechanic, I really think, or when you're in, involved in any kind of business, you should sort of know the cadence of your customers, your repeats, and your steady customers, so that you can have your uh, follow-up routine built around um built around those uh built around that cadence yeah let me put it that way i guess what i'm trying to say is that what is the most efficient way to follow up and what is the best way uh to follow up and if you're going to be following up on folks remember i said we should be it's best to have follow-through conversations not follow-up conversations but i'm going to explain that in a future episode so the best way to follow up on your clients and your customers is actually to use the cadences around their needs their use or around the nature of your product and so i'm going to use this mechanic as an example and i'm going to use my own situation as a wedding photographer also as an example then you guys um you know wedding planners cake artists mcs whoever it is or if you happen to be um another industry not related to the uh, wedding and the event space the principles are still uh, the same so this is how you uh, follow up so um for the mechanic the call was too late because i had some dissatisfactions about uh, the car 
and of course i saw the second opinion and basically i've done like three let's say two or three rotations with another mechanic and uh my old mechanic you know calls me up now follow-up call but the thing is we've already missed two or three rotations and if you're in business and you're on top of your game and somebody's been doing business with you coming back routinely you know every three months um it really should not take two or three rotations so three months two three rotations that's like what nine months let's say nine months close to a year before you realize like oh this guy hasn't come back again so first off to be on point with your follow-up game you need to have some form of uh um cms platform customer uh they call customer management system you need to have some uh, sort of customer management system some customer management game that you've got going on now um, there are lots of complicated, fancy, expensive ones uh, out there, Salesforce and, you know, blah de blah I'm not going to point you guys towards any of those ones because, quite frankly, for those of us who are uh, running businesses where it's just us and a couple of other people, you know, you and five or six subcontractors because you don't really have employees you know, like that per se because that's how, at least in Abuja anyway, with the people that hang around, that's how most of us pretty much do it so you're a wedding planner and yes you have an office admin on staff and maybe a cleaner on staff but the other people are pretty much uh subs that you call in when you need them like oh okay this wedding is coming up and then you call and you pay them on a per day basis or a per hour basis or whatever so for those of us who run these kind of setups we don't need anything that um anything that elaborate anything that fantastic there's some people who do it through a diary I used to do it through Evernote, but currently I'm just using Google Calendar, and that's because um, my uh, my video guy Shegun used to razz me um, a lot about uh, me and my Evernote thing, and how uh, Google Calendar just makes more sense. And well, anyway, I've crossed over and so I'm on Google Calendar now. So the thing is, whatever it is you do, whether you use a diary or you use um, <coughs> excuse me, so whether you use a diary or you use Post-it notes or you use google calendar or you have some note-taking facility on your phone you need to weigh you need you need to have a way of tracking uh customer a this is the last time i saw him these are the things we spoke about this is what we did and and then you schedule you schedule a future action further out you know based on that last conversation so in this case if you're a mechanic and I show up routinely every three months. When I show up on the 1st of January and you service the car, you make a note in your whatever it is, in your Google Notes, your Evernote, your... Okay, let's say because you're a mechanic, you're not too fancy. So I, I, I don't know, you write it down on a scrap of paper, whatever it is. This is what um, Okakunle came for. We changed spark plugs. We changed oil. Uh, we change wheel bearings, uh, we change windshield wipers, and let's say uh, we change the back tires. And uh, yes, yeah, Ogakunle goes on his way. So first thing you do is you take it and you push it out for one week. You call him up, you say, Ogakunle, how far? All the work we did last time. She, everything is okay. She, tire, oh, okay. Uh, engine oil, oh, okay. This one is okay. She, that one is okay. Be sure that Ogakunle is happy. He's cool, then no problem. And if spark plugs are routinely replaced every six months, then what you do is you now take 
your calendar and then you push it six months out in advance because reasonably speaking the average person will get his spark spark, um, spark plugs changed or replaced or whatever or cleaned or serviced every six months i'm just guessing so uh you car buffs please don't send me any messages that i got it wrong that spark plugs is more like one year so i'm just guessing and so um that's that's how it's done you just schedule it back if you did spark plugs january 1st then and it's uh, roughly six months for the average person then that means you should be calling him january february march april may june so that means first of june you should hit him up you should call him up say Ogakole, how you doing i hope the car is not stalling i hope it's not jerking you know because we did spark plugs in january so we might have to look at that now in fact Ogakole, when you're free just pass through let me look at it no charge let me just look and be sure that it's okay if it's that it's dirty and it needs servicing then yeah you pay but if it doesn't need servicing let me just look at it then no problem just be sure everything is okay and then you'll be on your way or if it's general servicing and like i used to come in every three months then you push it out in your calendar three months um three months uh, from there and so if i come january first of january that means january february march so first of march you call the customer up um yeah you came in january uh, I think it's about time for the next um, the next service. Okay, looks like the car is functioning okay, but no problem. Just pass through anyway. There's no charge. Let me have a look. Let me be sure that everything is okay. If there's anything that needs uh, tweaking or servicing, then yeah, we can uh, we can uh, do it for you free, or maybe you pay money if we need to get parts like for spark plugs or uh, changing engine oil and then things like that but basically this is how it is that follow-up you know um, ought to be done you can't just leave it to your memory because by the time you remember it might be too late like this mechanic now for instance was my guy for three years you could remember after two or three rotations and that's maybe like one year by the time your customer hasn't showed up for one year i mean clearly he's moved on and it might be too late to try and um, rescue the relationship now you can see how with these scenarios that i've explored the cadence for follow-up has been determined by number one the customer's cadence so let's say you're a cake artist the lady came for the wedding cake she was really impressed um let's see what else she referred you to a couple of people and then maybe she showed up when her own uh, daughter was born and then she's been coming back you know um every year now uh when you get that kind of um, nice client at the very least you should be following up at the very least every year because i mean she's been good to you after the wedding she sent you two or three people uh and she's been doing her daughter's cake with you you know every two or three years you should have a level of some proactivity in this you should really because at some point she might be dissatisfied with your product with your cakes or with your service but if you don't call her you'll never know she'll just move on and one day you just realize that, oh, what date is this? Uh, it's December. But uh, Tunike usually calls in August because of her daughter's birthday. You know, but by then it's too late. She's moved on. She's found another person. And then you're now doing that whole, oh, I'm, I'm just calling to greet you. Uh, how is your daughter? Um, you know, you shouldn't even be calling to say, how is your daughter? In your CMS, in your contact management system, your customer management system, whether you're using a diary or a footnote, you should have it there. You know, Tunuke, married, so, so, so on. So, these are the people that she referred. Her daughter's name is Julian. Julian, born 1st of uh, October, you know, 1990. 
whatever or 2000 and uh, whatever you should have it there so you shouldn't call up and say how's your daughter you call up and say how's julian how's she doing she must be five years old right now right okay so you guys have been getting ready for primary school ah sister the lord is your strength i remember that primary school level blah 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 and you know you guys you spin that conversation i'm sure you guys know how to um do stuff like that and get real personal at least much better than i do anyway and you know that's how the follow-up game ought to be done sometimes the customer has already established the cadence just go with the cadence and you'll be fine so if it's the cake thing you're a cake artist she's been showing up every year then at the very least you should be buzzing her every year and you should have all those details down you know her name let's say it's her husband's cake that she usually uh buys you know the husband's name um what else the fair idea of what it is that they do so that in follow-up conversations it's not just as if you're calling her the hassle for the order of the cake but you're calling to check up on them how are they doing how's her career how's Oga Kunle's career you know how's the daughter going you know blah 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 if you're one of those people who likes to weave politics into the conversation you guys can have that whole thing about ah under this Buhari economy blah 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 you know keep it personal and uh that whole thing so at the very least follow up with their cadence so now away from customer cadence another way that you can build your follow-up is around the demands of your product or your service uh okay i already gave that example with the mechanic that let's say you change spark plugs in january the average human being runs it down in every six months or every one year or whatever then you build that cadence um, around that that's something that people in the software space uh, do typically so if somebody buys um uh antivirus okay let's say if somebody buys you have a big client they buy uh, hundreds of antivirus licenses from you in january antivirus of course is is uh, renewed every year so you now know that if they bought in january you know you have probably have to start calling them september or so to be sure that they're happy and to remind them okay renewal is coming up uh are we going to be going ahead uh you know, stuff like that not that they bought in january but then you just flash it and then you wake up February next year and wonder like, oh, these people haven't showed up again. I wonder what happened. We have to be proactive about these things. So, um, okay, yeah. So uh, the cadence of um, what it is that you actually supply. So like for me, I'm a wedding photographer. Uh, so my whole, our whole thing, for those of us who are wedding photographers and videographers, is uh, special occasions and personal milestones. And so, for us, follow-up cadences should be built around that. They got married in January, and uh, so they're off for the honeymoon. I mean, worst-case scenario, three months of flexing and enjoyment, and then they're back to normal life. So if you call them three months just to say, what's up, how are you guys doing? It's not a bad idea. Um, you call them before the uh, first wedding uh, anniversary. If you've done a good job, and if you take the advice that one of my friends gave me of following them both on your Instagram, um, of course, you'd have been up to date with uh, the the personal trends in their life. Um, like, um, let's say they're expecting a baby and they did that whole baby reveal and everything. I mean, following them on social media, whether it's uh, Instagram or LinkedIn or whatever, you kind of get a sense of what is going on with their careers and then in their personal lives. And you can build uh, conversations um around that like one of my previous uh clients who had been keeping in touch with the wife um steady but then found out on linkedin uh that they got their medical startup going 
and really that's how me and the groom you know started really talking because me and the wife were cool on the personal level but uh me and the groom we didn't really talk like that per se but now that they have this whole startup going and you know i like business business is my thing so that's kind of like on the level on which you know we gel now and it's because i saw it on linkedin that congratulates so 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 and so because they have started so 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 and so incorporated startup inc on first of january blah 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 and so i called them up and the conversation starts like that anyway so forgive me if this episode has not been as structured as um, most of my other episodes usually are it's just because it's um you know i received the conversation it's such a shame he's a nice dude the thing is actually i'm going to go back to him because i'm still dissatisfied with this new guy but you know last last what's that thing the angel you know or is it you know when you're when you're suffering because of lack of options so yeah i'm definitely um, going to go back to him but uh, i'm just making this episode because it'll be a pity if there's uh, someone listening to this podcast right now who is really a kick-ass photographer or you're a really sick um cake artist or you're a really correct wedding planner like you're on point when it comes to mc or whatever it is like you're really dope so it'll be a pity if you're losing on repeat business and referrals just because you are down on your follow-up game just because number one you don't know any better so you're doing the typical nigerian thing where you call up and say uh, i just say make i greet you i just say make i hail you know that's not the way to uh, follow up and also because you don't have a, a customer management system or a contact management system it doesn't have to be fancy the way i do it i just use my google calendar i call this person uh okay the wedding was done first of january and then um i'll push it out okay let's say thing was done first of january the album was delivered uh three weeks later i'll push out um i'll just simply uh, put it on my google calendar i'll push it back maybe two or three months just to call them and they say um hello how's the honeymoon how are you guys getting on uh, i hope madame is not policing you too much hope you're not sparking too much for her you know just all that you know useless idle uh, conversation and after we're done with that conversation i'll push it back again uh for the first wedding anniversary and then i keep pushing and pushing and pushing um yeah so um that's it pretty much so you can see that the way that i do it and the way that um the ways that you it can be done don't have to be fancy your mobile phone is fine you just put it on google calendar and just keep pushing if you use evernote then that's fine the principle is still the same the advantage of using evernote and all these other things are that um evernote allows you to store uh documents and so you're going to be able to keep um invoices payment records uh you know things like that that's the disadvantage of using calendars only like google calendar because i can't store invoices on the calendar i can't store documents on the calendar but uh if you want to be really detailed and you're using something like uh, evernote or trello you'll be able to have a complete client history there you have all the dates you need they got married on so 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 date you have the pdf of the contract you guys signed it will be stored there what else you'll also have uh, invoices uh maybe even uh pictures um maybe even pictures because there's a former client who and she's really over the moon about her daughters about her kids and she would send me pictures um, a lot of the time and so yeah i would just keep the pictures if for nothing else it's kind of somehow when 
you're dealing with a client, you guys have been talking real personal about kids and everything, and then you see them in person, and then you're saying, oh, um, how much? Is, uh, how old is your older daughter? How old is your younger daughter? You know, that's not that's not really nice. You can't remember everything in the world, so just put it down there. Daughter's name, uh, Adenike, the second one, Kumbi, and then you have their pictures there. You see them in person, it's real nice because you'll be able to just flow and carry on the conversation. You say, ah, Nike, how are you? You're 10 years old this year, right? Oh, very good. Hope you've been a good girl for mommy, you know, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, I guess I'm going on uh, too long. Next time, I'll just uh, jot down something so that the conversation will be much more structured. But I hope I've been able to give an idea about how follow-up doesn't have to be, um, doesn't have to be complicated. Use the cadence that your customer has already established or use the cadence of your industry or your product or your service to determine how it is that you are going to uh, follow up on your clients. And then expect a future episode where I explain in much more detail the difference between following up and following through. Because as professionals, we should be following through and not just calling up to say, I say make I greet you. So, uh, yeah, that's it. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I will catch you guys at the next recording. Hopefully tomorrow, if I don't get uh, distracted or relayed by something else. So I'll catch you guys then. Um, Everyone, have a wonderful day.